Welcome back to Tales from the Service Industry. I'm your host, I'm Bill. I'm here tonight with Liz. Hi, team. And Ms. B. Hey, guys. Thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of TFTSI. We figured to kind of throw it back. We've had a lot of guests on recently that we are so thankful for, and they've done an amazing job. But we figured to throw it back to the OG3. OG3? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> And kind of get back to our roots, just hanging out with the three of us. And, and a bottle wine. of red. And a, a very nice bottle of red tonight. Uh, I brought a bottle out of my stash. And to any new listeners that may have found us on TikTok, welcome. We hope you enjoy the pod. We're happy you're here. Yeah, thank you for moving over from social media to a listening platform. It's more than 10 seconds, but hopefully you enjoy. <laughs> it's a lot more than 10 seconds. I don't know how many are in the seconds or in the TikToks. The one that just went up was 40? I was going to say a minute at most. I just joined. Give me it a break. 49. Well, be ready to listen to us for, I don't know, 45 minutes, let's say, give or take. At least. <laughs> We'll cut off that. <laughs> anyway. Well, wherever you're listening from, if you are an OG listener, like the OG3, or you're new, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Yeah. Welcome back. Well, guys, I think since we're doing an OG episode, we're throwing it back to the three of us, we should start with my personal favorite segment. Yeah. But <laughs> I was also thinking that since it's the OG3, yeah. and you just came off of a recent con, oh yeah, that this could just kind of morph into a Ms. B rant. Okay. I mean, it's been it's I'll been deliver. a minute since the uh, penguins were defiled. That's true. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Now, now I have some different things being defiled. And we would love to hear it. Okay. So as you guys know, I just came off a recent con weekend. I was expecting the craziness of these con goers. And my weekend was for sure crazy, but it was not the con goers. No way. Yes. It was everybody else just staying at the hotel. Yes. <laughs> so I would say a good 80% of the hotel was people here for this convention. And the rest were people that had no idea what was going on. Were they upset? <laughs> um, some were because like it was really hard to get into the hotel for parking mm. because the we're directly across from a convention center. So the entire place was taken up. We had valet in the driveway parking for this convention. Ugh. It was almost impossible to get into the property. So we had people calling and yelling at us. You do have a pretty narrow driveway, I will say. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it, it's large enough to be a hotel driveway, but true, true, true. But it had multiple lanes going and cones, and it was like there was like a whole system. But uh, so yeah, we definitely just had some angry guests yelling in being for the bad. normal people just trying to get yeah. to the parking garage. Yeah, they had a rough time. And then interestingly enough, the mix of people who like were my problem, uh, the ones that we had to run around chasing the entire time were, you can bleep me out here little kids and by little i mean boys they had to be like 10 years old and they drove us forking nuts welcome like, to my life oh in rec. my god they were lacrosse no not lacrosse uh oh with the stick hockey <laughs> with the stick i'm doing the hand motion they were hockey boys and they had to be 10 years old and their parents just sat downstairs in the bar and let these boys take over yes and they're just running around and they were up on one of the floors like and we had pilots sleeping and they're running and screaming and i'm getting called down at the desk being yelled by pilots that are saying so when i can't fly this plane what's your name so that way i can tell them miss b is the reason that this plane's not taking it's off. her fault and i'm like i'm really sorry i'll go up there and quiet them down so i go up wait do the- you want to hear a funny story yeah just a side note from liz's past life so i was telling a friend like what we were 
kind of recording about tonight and your recent con weekend. And I was telling him, like, yeah, don't you remember? Like, we're pretty familiar with, like, convention hotels. Because I used to do a sport at a very young age. So we spent a lot, a lot of weekends in different convention hotels. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, that used to be us just being, like, absolute jerks <laughs> ramping through the hotel. So when yeah. you said 10-year-old boys, that is that was literally. That was you. You were that 10-year-old boy. I was. Oh, my God. <laughs> so me and like oh. 30 of my teammates would just be running rampant in these hotels. And I our, our parents were at the bar. Forking <laughs> hated you guys. But really literally. Sorry. No, it was horrible. And like Saturday night, I finally get out of there after a really long day at the con. And I was security in the lobby. We'll get back to that. Badass. We'll get back to that. But I finally get home. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm exhausted. And I start getting texts. And one of my associates is like, hey, you might want to call the security on the shift. And I was like, why? She's like, I'm at the grocery store and I could see kids hanging off the side of the building. She's like, it looks like they're on the 11th floor by the emergency stairwell. Wait, 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 wait. And they're hanging off. This was an associate off the clock. Yeah. At the grocery store Saying in downtown. Like, I'm just at the grocery store, but just, I'm hey. seeing these children yes. hang over the side she of the building. She proceeds to send me a picture and they're sitting on this ledge. And I'm like, ah! And so I'm like calling security from home being like, go to the 11th floor by the pool. And he's running up and he like runs up and he's like telling them to get down. And then they run away and then he's trying to find them. And then my associates text me, but she's like, now they're on the seventh floor and they're throwing stuff from the fire stairwell on the other side. So they were throwing rocks and <laughs> the other direction towards the parking structure. And my security guard just running around like a nut trying to find and crowd these kids and texting me being like, can I kick them out? I'm done with this. I've told their parents. And I'm like, go talk to the manager on duty. <laughs> But there were plenty of times we were banished like to our room. The parents just didn't care. Like I went down there at one point and they were bugging the pilots and was talked to a dad. It was really cool. I was like, hey, look, like we have a pilot across the hall from you guys. He's going to fly a plane tonight. He has to sleep. Can you please calm the kids down? He's like, yeah, of course, of course. And we, you know, they didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was no, it was terrible. But funny enough, the con people, I will say, were so nice, so respectful. And they were just a bunch of nerds in costumes very different from your last con so different so different from my last rave (laughs) and they almost everybody dressed up the costumes were amazing okay those cons they do it was go all out incredible and i was like taking pictures with people in these awesome costumes and it was the coolest people watching experience and then you get these snippets of having to deal with everybody else and then you're like wow can we just have convention people here all the time so you, you want that they were way better than everybody else you're gonna put that in the universe yes i, I would love nerd conventions miss b would like to get rid of all sports and all athletes staying uh, in her hotel no I'm, children i'm glad you children i'm glad you specified that specific type of con yeah not I mean, all conventions well no i mean you know you could probably get the furries to come i was back. about to say no furry conventions up in here i mean some of these people looked like they might have been furries but they didn't you know there I, there was definitely a wolf in the lobby definitely yeah full huge wolf costume and all these things are homemade looked amazing they've been working on them for weeks if not months yeah it was incredible hand making probably every single piece of those costumes oh 100 mm-hmm. percent but okay, so this is, it was going to be my a-hole of the week, but it's actually Miss B's B of the week. Ooh, love this it. This woman is so under my skin, so deep. 
I'm so lividly, unbelievably pissed that this kind of human exists. Like she got up in there under my skin. So this woman, (laughs) I'll say, so there was comments on her reservation that her last stay was not good. So she was coming back and was hoping for a better stay. We get those sometimes, you know, like something bad happened your last day may have been beyond our control or maybe we messed up and we try to make up for it. So she was given a suite and we were doing our best to give her a better experience. I didn't hear anything from her check-in. Meaning it was smooth. Smooth. I guess she got her keys and went up to her room. Was she a rewards member? Oh, yes, she was. Like how high on the status? Second tier from the bottom. (laughs) Okay low okay so for us like normal folk that doesn't really know the lingo how often do you have to like stay in hotels less than 10 days a year okay yeah low thank you so 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 like with most (laughs) rewards programs you have your enrollment level Mm -hmm. basic yeah it's like the you've just enrolled yeah it takes 10 stays or so to get to the first like real level you say 10 days yeah that's okay. second from the, but it's essentially the That's first tier. five weekend trips. Yeah. So this human checks into the hotel, goes up to her room and promptly comes down with a million things. And it just, she was nitpicking just every little flipping thing. From, there was a speck of dust. Yeah. The room was too dusty. It was bothering her allergies. Like, oh my just God. Every little thing. We're like, okay, let's, would you like to change rooms? No. And then, okay. So then she proceeds to, I guess, try to be nice with the front desk agent and was like, well i'm interested in breakfast so she tells her the hours and then she's like well i'm not gonna remember that you need to write it down couldn't this which, be like i don't know in your app uh, it, it's all That's there like it's all there the hotel your rewards app for your mm-hmm. second yeah. from the bottom yep so the front desk agent super sweet young girl young 20s college student you know she very sweetly writes out the hours she does breakfast these hours evening reception these hours and then she gives it to her and the lady looks at it and says um you spelled breakfast wrong oh my gosh come to on to which my agent replied i'm so sorry and she's like how can you spell breakfast wrong she's like don't you have to know how to spell in like your second grade education do you have a second grade education level she to said that to an agent she literally was like have you did you even graduate second grade and then proceeded to then and you spelled this wrong i don't remember what the other word was but it was some other like you know dumb little word to which the agent then just started getting choked up Aww. and went to the back and grabbed the manager and the manager came out and spoke with her what kind of staff are you hiring here shouldn't it be like uh it doesn't hire people with least with a high school education level like this is way below your standards and my manager was like ma'am like I, d- I really don't appreciate you speaking about her like that our hotel brand we don't believe you know in discriminating we hire all groups of people everyone is a high school graduate but you know some may be still pursuing careers and some maybe not but we don't discriminate based on that and I don't appreciate you you know saying that about major but like, someone in their 20s could hypothetically have what close to five years of hospitality experience what if they They've been, you know, on the phones or a front desk agent for five years. Yeah. And this girl's the sweetest girl. Like, I felt so bad. This lady is interrogating my manager on our hiring practices and the type of education level we accept for our associates. And my manager was just, you know, trying to be like, look, some people may have English as a second language, but it doesn't mean they're not intelligent. It doesn't mean they can't do the job. And she's like, well, you shouldn't be hiring people like that. She's like, anyways, is there anything else I can help you with? Trying to like move her along. And the lady's like, no. And But she demanded like more things. My manager did it. The lady was off on her way. Everyone was, it was in the past on just how horrible she was. So I come in the next morning, I come in at 7 a.m. And my night auditor is pissed the hell off. About this lady? He's pissed. And I'm like, 
what's wrong dude like wh- why are you upset he's like i just got the room service order from hell and i was like tell me about it how do you get a room service order from hell and he shows me this paper it's like a page long and it's one person's order and i was like what what he's like she just asked a million questions and i'm like well what kind of questions and he started giving me some examples he's like okay she wanted to order the bowl of fruit and she asked me is it a bowl of fruit or a cup of fruit how many pieces of fruit how many ounces of fruit what types of fruit uh how are the fruits cut and he's like i i don't know I, i'll have to call the kitchen and then he moved on to the bread and asked a million different kind of questions about the bread and then uh I can't remember all the entrees, but like little questions like that, you know, like asking about ounces and portions and sizes. And he's like, I don't know. It is like 630 in the morning. And he kept trying to call the kitchen. They're not answering. And he's like, ma'am, I can put this order in for you. If you'd like to come down and speak with the kitchen, you're more than welcome to. But all I can do is hit the button and I can ring it up. And she's like, well, you're entirely unhelpful. But I'm sorry, how the fruit is cut? Really? How the fruit is cut? How many ounces? How many pieces? What type? Is it in season? Is it where do you source it from? She was asking all these questions and he was just like this has to be a joke i'm being punked and so he was all irritated it took him 20 he said it took me 20 minutes to ring this order in put all the preferences and crazy stuff she had and at the end it's a part of our script we asked what kind of condiments you would like with it no just salt and pepper i'm good okay the room service person brings it up she opens her door and the room service girl rolls it in and she's like where's the honey oh and the room service attendant says i'm sorry i I don't see a request on here for honey i shouldn't have to request it it should be automatic i see that i got toast she's like you put jam there so why isn't there honey and she's like i'm sorry that is not a part of an automatic thing that goes on there i can go down and get you honey she's like that's beyond the point you should know how to use your job what level of education do you have did you at least graduate high school because i feel like you should at least know that and insulted a second person's education level to which the room service was like lady i will go get you your honey and she kept talking at her she turned around left got the honey and then i would leave it at the door and she did she left it at the door (laughs) oh yeah and then she called down because the room service just turned around and left after she was being insulted like that and spoke to the night auditor called and complained about it called and complained but this time said there was no spoon and he said ma'am you didn't order anything requires a spoon she's like again i'm going back to education on this isn't this day one learning that you put a spoon on every tray like just ripping every little thing and he's just like i will send you up a spoon and she's like fine you do that and i also want my bill ready at the desk and he said you got it and he's just fuming and he calls room service and he's like she wants a spoon and she's like you gotta be kidding me and he's like yeah and can you send up her bill because i don't want to deal with her when she comes down to the desk so he puts her bill in an envelope and sends it up with a spoon the room service attendant knocks gives her the the spoon and the bill to which she huffs and turns and shuts the door and by the way i'm not getting everything i wasn't a part of every interaction but every single person she talked to she made them feel terrible she was demeaning she insulted their education level she did everything possible to be the worst human on the planet I had an associate, again, this is during con weekend. She's in the lobby and she's asking how to use her parking key. My associate went to get her card to like show her because you have to hold it a certain way. And she yanked it back. She's like, you don't need to touch it. And she's like, okay, sorry. I was just trying to show you how to use it. Um, But yeah, you have to hold it 
back and like she was just aggressive and hostile with every single person she interacted with so sunday i'm hearing all these stories how she made my front desk agent cry in the back office and i was like i am so ready for her to come down let's do this let's do this and i told my gm i said when she comes down she's gonna have a word from me i'm so excited i'm gonna give it to her and i said i'm gonna kick her out she's not coming back my gm's like okay (laughs) (laughs) you do you and i was like oh i was ready like i was stretching shadow boxing in the back office you were ready for a fight oh i was ready ready and (laughs) guess what what she She didn't come no she put because oh, I was ready. All the preparation. Yes. All, all that work up. Did you did you work up a sweat in that oh, moment? Oh yes. I like had a mental dialogue going and the things I was gonna say and I'm like, how dare you? And all this stuff. She just left. She was embarrassed. No. You think people like that are embarrassed? No. I don't know. No. no, but you know what? I will bet you a bottle of wine that when she fills out her survey, she's gonna misuse there, there, and there. <gasps> probably. She probably would, except for the fact she didn't wait till then. The next day, which was today, because she checked out yesterday mm-hmm. i got a complaint from her from corporate ah so she filed a formal yes with our hotel company um would you like me to read some of it Ooh, <gasps> we have receipts would i yes don't worry guys i brought it for you <clears throat> this isn't her writing it this is the associate with the company saying what she is saying okay <clears throat> already spoke to management regarding her concerns that's how it starts so is that truly valid? It means that we already handled it and she just feels like calling complaining some more. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Member thought her room was on the lounge level and was looking forward to the night snacks and breakfast. She didn't book lounge level. We upgraded her to a suite. Still as a second tier member, you don't get access to. Yeah, I was going to say that's, <clears throat> that's, that's a higher level <laughs> benefit. Member asked for a paper copy of her receipt to be put under the door. She asked the front desk about the receipt and they put it on her breakfast tray. So she got the receipt where she requested, not in the manner she requested it. Member's room key did not work at the parking garage. The parking lot staff told her this was a common issue and let her out. So this was the associate that was trying to you know, be empathetic and say, oh, I'm so sorry, this happens sometimes. Let me show you how to use it. So she was using empathy, trying to you know, say, yeah, it's not just you, but no, it was you, lady. <laughs> and then she wouldn't let her touch the key and freaked out. Guest also states at the front desk, they had problems with English and spelling. She feels this could be a security issue. Was told even if the lounge was open, she would still receive free breakfast. Also, did not receive the proper utensils to eat. Also, place food order. They didn't put info in how many pieces of bacon will be in the order. So she said, uh, I just want to circle back to that. She felt the front desk agent had problems with English and spelling and felt that could be a security concern. How is that a security concern? Because the agent hand wrote out and misspelled the word. Correct. So she must have problems with English. She only knows English. Oh. She does not know Spanish (laughs) or any other language. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Just all of it is irrelevant. It's all crazy. It's just contrived BS. Yeah. Let's see her spell the word contrived. Oh, I guarantee she couldn't. Excuse me, miss. Is it I before E except after C? I I, I couldn't spell it. But this witch continued to add things and would call back and say more stuff. But all of it was like crazy. Like, oh, you know, like they didn't give you the proper utensils. You got all the utensils. You want an additional spoon, despite the fact none of your food involved spoon. She ordered like toast and fruit. And so we brought up a spoon right away. And bacon, apparently. Yes, and bacon. 
You wanted a spoon for your bacon. And yeah, but I don't think he knew how many ounces was in it. So how many ounces of bacon is in each slice? But so this person, yes, I insist <coughs> that the slices of bacon be trimmed to exactly the same length. Thank you. And yeah. where did the pig come from? Where was it raised? What did it eat? Was it an American pig? <laughs> did the pig only speak English and could it spell? Did the pig take away American jobs? <laughs> I feel the feeling she would have said all of those things. But if I... given the opportunity, yes. So I got all of these complaints. I was so angry. I stormed into my GM's office because I frequently do that. I'm an emotional human being. I storm into our office. I was like, what's up, Ms. B? This woman! <laughs> She's like, what happened? And I was like, you remember this person from the past ones? The one that was mean to everybody? Yeah, I do. And I told her what she'd said about the agent having problems with English and spelling. And she's like, doesn't she only speak English? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah! I asked my uh, general manager, I was like, I'm not giving her anything, no matter how much corporate keeps pushing. She doesn't get a dime. She's like, I agree with that. And I said, can I write her an email and ban her from the property? She's like, hmm, why don't you send me that email? <laughs> Let me proofread that. <laughs> and she said, and then yes. I'm like, yes. But so, yeah, I uh, wrote an email that was very aggressive, but got to the point. And then I had someone help me edit it to make it <laughs> less aggressive, but still the point. Did you intentionally misspell words? Oh, I should have. I totally would have. I didn't think of that, but I haven't totally sent it yet. Would've. I'm still waiting for all the final approvals. Repl- replace every C with a K. I'm going to spell <laughs> breakfast wrong. Because yes. I, by the way, I used that example in the email. And I said, during one altercation, this is what you said. This is, you know, what happened. I should have spelled breakfast wrong. You, you should have. You need to. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. That is, that is, <laughs> that is top level passive aggressiveness. Oh, right top tier. It. Top tier. Oh, man. Ugh, See, I'm sorry. Fun. She was horrible. Well, I feel bad for your associates. I hope they're not, I don't know. She only made one cry. The rest, she made one to punch walls. But I told That's her. That's so horrible. Do you have any yeah. idea how the associate misspelled breakfast? Yeah. No, I mean, I was going to say, you need to do it the same way. Yeah, you need In to ask her how she misspelled it. Okay. To specifically misspell it. I'm going to tell my boss that tomorrow. I'm like, can I do this? She's going to be like, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> no, don't ask. Look. But it's... Oh, is this my motto? Ask but, for forgiveness. This is a forgiveness, not, not permission. permission. Okay, okay. I'm going to do it. <laughs> that is one of my life mottos, to be honest. Oh. All right, you want the you next have, rant? You have like three that you like routinely throw out. That's like the second one I can think of. What's the third? The foot. Yeah. Oh, that's so, not, okay, that's like a not foot a for life everybody. motto. That's just a mm, mindset motto, I, I guess. think it's your motto. <laughs> it is on this podcast. <laughs> a foot. Uh-huh. We don't kink shame. And ask for forgiveness, not permission. No, you're you're missing the the best one. It's a good day to have a great day. Ding ding ding. Oh. Miss B for the win. I, I was thinking that might be a tattoo pretty soon. Oh, that's a good one. So now we're gonna switch gears a little bit. Mm. And this one, it was just kind of crazy and a little sad. But then I have some more stories that will lift us up a little bit. <clears throat> so I had a guest whose departure date was Sunday. Okay, halfway through this day, food and beverage supervisor comes up to me in the back and is like, Miss B. I'm like, what? She said, you need to do something about 323. I'm like, what's wrong with 323? She's like, it smells so bad. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like, what does it smell like? And she said, shit. 
oh and i said but like what kind of shit? like you know <laughs> you know <laughs> like what does do you mean it just shit? smell bad or does it literally smell like poop exactly i'm like what do you mean she's like no like literal human feces and i said oh 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 my oh my <laughs> she's like yes and she's like and worse so i go up there to deliver the room service order i knock he said come in because he's not able to get up and i go in and the man is in a wheelchair and okay. you know i look up the guest okay he's in a handicapped successful room he's handicapped makes sense um she's like so i roll the cart in she's like there's poop all over the ground oh no and but it's been rolled over by a wheelchair the wave just hits you as soon as you walk in the door she's like i thought i was gonna throw up i had to get out of there as fast as i could she's like i felt like it was on my shoes and i was like oh my god and so she apparently just left the cart and like ran so i call my housekeeping supervisor who's got like balls of steel she's amazing i was like okay em we're gonna go up to this room she's like let's do it and so em and i go up to the room does his housekeeping supervisor know what she's getting into oh i told her and she's like yeah let's go lots of housekeeping supervisors like are just the ogs of that hotel she's been at this hotel probably since before it was the brand so she's like oh i guarantee i've seen worse you know she's seen it all so we go up there we knock and he's like come in and we're like no 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 like like you gotta come to the door we're like uh are you able to come to the door and open it and he's like no so i that kind of like are you opening or i'm opening it she's like so she opens it because i'm scared and we like prop it open and we're like sir are you decent he's like i just got out of the shower and i was like okay well we are required to do a wellness check to check on you make sure you're okay and i said so would you like us to do it now or like just come back in a little bit and he's like can you come back in like 10 minutes i just got out of the shower let me you know finish getting dressed and we're like, okay, we will be back in 10 minutes. We go down to the front office. We wait 15 for good measure. We go back up there and we knock and he's like, come in. And we're like, oh my God. Like at this point, we're not going to, I was like, just open it. Go through the rigmarole again. Exactly. So she opens it. The floor is soaking wet. Like, you know, he it looks like he might have showered and the wheelchair marks are going to, he's sitting in front of the TV in the wheelchair facing towards us, towards the door. And by the way, completely undressed. Uh, He's just wet now with a towel over his nether regions. So he did not get dressed. No, I think maybe he knew we were coming in to inspect and tried to tidy a little bit and maybe turn on the shower and try to get some stuff Mm. down the drain. I don't know exactly. But so we walk in and we're kind of like looking around. We're like, okay, we have to inspect the room. And we look towards the bathroom. You can still see in the grout and stuff that it's not clean. And then he didn't do a great job because in the hallway, you can still see little bits and pieces. And we're like, okay. We walk further into the room, to the bedroom, and again, he's just sitting there staring at us, and we look towards the bed, and one of the beds is just covered Oh no! in bad bowel movements, pee, and, and the whole room's a disaster. It smells horrible. I'm going to throw up. And I look at him, and I honestly, it's very rare for me to be at a loss of words. Can confirm. And it smelled so bad, I felt nauseous. I said, uh, sir, uh, the, 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 the bed... And before I say anything else, he's like, yeah, just charge me for the sheets, charge me for the sheets. And I was like, but, and he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like I wasn't feeling well. I couldn't make it to the bathroom in time. I'm in a wheelchair. Like I just couldn't make it. And, but he's, you know, seemed genuine and like kind of sad. So it was a sad situation. I just couldn't figure out how to scold someone for what they can't help. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not about scolding. I think in fairness, in a, a situation like this, compassion is absolutely needed. No, yeah. Nobody in that room wanted to be in that room having that conversation at that moment. Yeah. But if that's what you're coping with, a hotel is not the facility for no, you. No, he needs to be in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, yeah. 
I, I'm not sure what the right facility is, but I know exactly what the wrong facility is. And that was that hotel. Yeah. There was no caretaker there. There was like, there was, he was just alone. I was concerned. I was confused. And I was like, okay, we're going to charge you for the sheets. And I said, and sir, the room really smells like cigarette smoke. Have you been smoking in here? And he's like, yes, I have. And he's like, you can't smoke in here. It's a non-smoking hotel. And he's like, I didn't know that. And I was like, sir, it's posted everywhere. I said, I'm going to have to charge you for the smoking too. And he's like, okay, yeah, charge me. And I said, but if it continues, we will ask you to leave. I said, do you wish to stay at this hotel? You know, and he's like, yes, I do. And I said, okay, you have to stop smoking. And then my housekeeping supervisor stepped in and she's like, and look, we have to clean the room. She's like, we can't just let it go a week without cleaning it. So mm-hmm. he's like, can we get in here today? And he's like, no, how about tomorrow? And she's like, okay, what time? And, you know, they agreed upon a time. She's like, we have to get in here. Personally, it would have been a hard no. Because, I mean, that is a, that's a health hazard. Yeah, yeah. no, I completely agree. To, to him agree. and your associates. Yeah. I mean, all that has to go. I was surprised she said that. But well, I, I would have said you have to clean it today. Yeah. We'll, but, we'll give you like an hour, collect your things. We need to clean it today. <sighs> I, the thing is, to me, she said that. I didn't know if we were going to ask the guest to leave. So I didn't push on that. Yeah. I went straight down to my computer, emailed the general manager. and was like, this is the situation. This is what we saw. Balls in your court. What do we do? Do I ask him to leave? Because I really did feel bad, but I was like, we're not the place for this guy. This but is, we're either going to deal with this problem today or we're going to deal with it three days from now. That's how it's going to be worse. Yeah. I, I didn't see it getting better. I also think where this guess went wrong is not asking for help when the situation occurred. I don't think he was in his right mental capacity. Like mm. I just, and I'll, I'll get to that. So I go down to the front desk and I start asking more questions. I'm like, when did this guy check in? And they're like, oh, checked in on Sunday. And I was like, did he check in by himself? They're like, no, he checked in with another person. There's another name on this room. So the next day, my GM ended up saying, you know what? Let's not kick him out, but charge him for the sheets, charge him for the smoke. But if it happens again, then we can remove him because he's done something wrong. So then comes the con. So that was on like Wednesday. Oh, the convention. I was like, the con of the situation. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Then comes the con. So it's Saturday. We are popping. We are slammed. I am security in the lobby. Stuff is moving. Those Such doors, a badass. It was wild. And, <clears throat> you know, I'm just yelling at people in the lobby, telling them, you can't sit there. Why are you bringing Chipotle in here? No outside food. I'm Did you love that? Around. No outside food? Yeah. People were bringing outside food and sitting in our restaurant. Oh, <laughs> That's not allowed. I did it so much. I started to get crafty with it. So I would carry menus with me and I'd go up to tables and be like, hi guys, are you going to be dining with us today? Uh, well, uh, and I said, well, here are the menus. Um, we've got a great burger, this and that. What can I get you guys started? They're like, oh, you don't want to eat here. It's like, oh, but you're sitting in our restaurant. Like these aren't just, you know, I started to get kind of like, you know, with it. So then I also became a cocktail waitress because then sometimes they'd be like, you know what? We will eat here. And they were giving me their orders and I was running over to the bar. I'm like, can you get me some wings started? And I need a Malibu sunrise and this, and I'm like helping run orders. So it sounds Um, good. Yeah. Um, can I get the guilt burger with the side of shame please (laughs) yeah but i turned at least four or five tables from people who were just sitting to ordering and actually ordered full (laughs) meals so i was like i can commission this right anyway so i'm doing this so the lobby is my kingdom i'm kicking people out i'm turning (laughs) things over to orders and then all of a sudden you get hit with a wave of shit you're just like what is that smell that sequence of words needs to change i'm sorry i'm sorry you got hit in the face with a wave of shit and you just your smell no- it. Your nostrils, not your actual face. I, I swear, it felt like it hit me like a brick in the face. <laughs> like it came out of nowhere. A log, well, it came a out of somewhere. The face. 
right? Um, I turn and I see this man in a wheelchair struggling to wheel himself. Oh, he no. has no shoes on. He's not wearing a shirt, pants kind of on and part of it's getting stuck in the wheel. And I'm just kind of my face is like, why is he down here? And he rolls over to the front desk and he's angry and he's like, I want to extend. And they're like, I'm sorry, sir. We can't extend to you. The room is booked. And and he's wheeling himself away. And everyone in the lobby is just like staring. And it's a very busy convention Saturday. And it just smells so bad. My front desk agent is like gagging at the desk. And he goes to the elevator. I go to the elevator. And I had some people that needed to get up to a certain floor. And I get them up and I turn around and he's coming back out. And he's madly cursing. And I'm like, sir, sir, how, how can I help you? And he's like, my key's not working. And I was like, let me help you. And he's like, well, I need to go to the desk. I'm like, don't, don't worry about it. I'll let you into your room. And so I hold the elevator open for him. He gets in and I was like, I'll take you up to your room. And so I go into the elevator and like other guests go to come into the elevator. And I just look at them and I was like, I shake my head with eyes that's don't do it. And my hands like this, like giving the weight symbol. I'm like, wait. I say, don't do it. Even though it was like everyone was trying to get on the elevator. I'm like, just, it's not worth it. I mean, busy not con weekend. I'm sure if they had a break in activities or whatever. Yeah. So I helped get him up to his floor and I, it was the longest elevator ride of my life. I felt like I was going to be sick. Get him out. I get him to his room. I let him in. And it was just, I was gagging and i'm like this is bad this is bad this guy's checking out tomorrow it's gonna be a nightmare and i'm like oh my god my head when you let him back <sighs> into the room did you like sneak a peek at the state of the room at all no i couldn't breathe like oh. i thought i was gonna throw up i ran away as fast as i could okay by now saturday busy convention day right hotel sold out the entire floor smells like poop did you get any other complaints from oh, other yeah. rooms oh, oh yeah housekeeping was having to do laps down like they would spray lysol and sprays like every hour trying to because we couldn't relocate people we were sold out so sunday rolls around i'm working sunday morning and i know this be my problem and so in stand up with the other managers i'm like guys we all know our favorite room um he's checking out today and i was like i'm really excited about that <laughs> and my director of finance was working that day she's like uh do you know how he's gonna leave I said, interestingly enough, his caretaker, quote unquote, came to the front desk that morning and said, yeah, I'm out. He's your guys's problem now. And he's probably going to need help getting out of the room. I'm done and leaves. And so we're like, oh, my God, this is bad. And I told that to my finance. I'm like, I can't wheel this guy out. Nor should you. I I was like, I'm not trained in that. (laughs) Exactly. And she said, call PD. Yeah. Call PD right now. And I was like, well, I don't know all that. She's like, no, call PD now. Get in front of it. Tell them that you need a wellness check done. This person is not capable of taking care of themselves and mm-hmm. you're concerned for their well-being. Yeah. Fair enough. I called non-emergency PD and they're like, you know, do you need fire, medical, police? And I was like, I believe I need medical. She's like, can you tell me what's going on? I tell her everything. I told her how this guy left this morning who I believe to be his caretaker said he's your guys' problem now. I tell her about all the poop in the room. And I was like, I've tried calling twice. He's not answering. I'm worried for his well-being. And I also don't think he's able to take care of himself. His checkout date's today. He's not able to extend because we actually have a company coming in to deep clean that room. And I need assistance in making sure he's okay. Yeah. I'm concerned for his well-being. And I'm like, okay, we'll send the paramedics out. Paramedics are there in like five minutes. Oh, wow. Mm. So they come in and they're like, and then you're just escorting them up to a room that smells like poop. Pretty much. So they come to the lobby. I come out and meet them and they're like, hi, are you Miss B? I'm like, yep, that's me. 
And this guy looks at me and he's like, so what are we walking into? And I'm like, it's really bad. And I tell them the backstory. I tell them, you know, this guy left this morning. I think he was this caretaker and he said he's going to need help and that he's not doing it. And I said, I've tried calling. No one's answering. I was like, I honestly don't think this guy's okay. And they're like, all right, let's do this. And so we're all in the elevator going up. And the moment the elevator doors open, you could smell it. And one of the guys was like, oh, shit. you could smell it from here. And like said that out loud in the hallway was like, done. The guy's like, this is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you worked this holiday. And they're all laughing. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's like a front house right yeah. now. And so we go up to the door and they're like, all right, let's do this. And so we knock and, and they're like, fire department. And we didn't even have to like open the lock. The door was ajar. He left uh-huh. it open. So they're like, I guess we're going in. They go in and I did not go in. It smelled so bad. I couldn't. I could not. I'm in the hallway. I was like, I'll be out here if you need me. Um, and they go in and you hear him like talking to the guy and they're like, hey, and what's going on? How are you feeling? And they kept trying to wake him up. They're like, you got to wake up. Oh, is asleep? You got to stay awake. And he's like, this is not good. And they're like, all right, take his vitals here. And they're like, your stats are way too low. I wonder like, what, I'm sorry. I wonder what this guy has been eating. <clears throat> room service. But it doesn't sound like he's like left the room very much. He's been ordering food to the room. Room service. So they were taking it in the room the first few days, but then it smelled so bad. They started leaving it outside the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the paramedics were like, look, your checkout dates today. The hotel is not extending you. And he said, there's two ways this is going to go. One, you come with us to the hospital now and get Option checked a. out. Option two, you refuse to come. We call PD. They are going to say, you have no choice. You get put in a hold and you're stuck in the hospital for three days against your will. Which one it's going to be? You always take option A. Mm. <clears throat> to which he chose again. <gasps> you know, oh, hidden option C? Yes. What but was it that? turned into B. To which he just kept yelling, no you won't take me and you know just refusing to be compliant kept going back in the bed fire guy comes out to talk to me and he's like okay this here's the deal he's refusing to go he's like that man is absolutely gravely disabled and he said but we can't make that call pd has to make it yeah he's like if we take him we get down for kidnapping Uh, (laughs) he told me that he's like if we take him we go down for kidnapping so he's like so we've already called pd pd's gonna come in hopefully they agree with our assessment and then he gets put on a hold and taken out of here okay great you're talking a 72 hour psych hold interestingly enough it wasn't psych they said he was on a hold for gravely disabled because he's a danger to himself because he can't Mm. take care of himself okay okay so the paramedics stay in the room with him i don't know how they breathe but i go down to the lobby they had masks on no they didn't whoa they did not um i go down to the lobby to wait for the cops cops come i show them up and they were in there i don't even think they were in there five minutes and they were like gravely disabled and he was put on a stretcher taken out of the hotel you think problem solved, right? No, probably no, not. No, of course not. <sighs> How do you know, Bill? What do you think the next problem was? I'm not sure, but I just know the that room. there is more coming along. Ding, 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 the ding, room. ding. So now we're like, okay, he's gone. Because I ran out and asked the cops, like, what do we do with the things in the room? She's like, throw it out. I was like, okay. She's like, I mean, if you want to, you can lost and found it. I was like, okay. Well, the PD is not going to take <clears throat> responsibility for any of those things. That's on, yeah. that's on you. So... I didn't touch anything. I went up there, took some photos, and it just looked like clothes from what I could see, like some clothes, and there was a wheelchair in there between the bed. And then it looked like some stuff and just cigarettes and grossness. And I was like, nothing of value. It looks like there's nothing of value Because I'm sure they, I don't know, made sure he took his ID. I, I don't know. Like, I didn't see that, but I, I don't even know if he had one. I don't know. So this morning, I was catching up with the chief. The chief of the fire department or your chief engineer? <coughs> engineer. And... <laughs> 
Because by the way, everyone that dealt with that room was leadership. You know, the, remember I told you the room was clean? The supervisor did it. No one will touch this room. So the chief is in there and he asked, he's like, what are we gonna do with the wheelchair? I was like, I don't know, like take it out back and hose it down. Like I assume those things are expensive, but I, I don't know what to do with it. And the chief was like, yeah. So I went to get the wheelchair and he's like, what I didn't realize was that there was a bucket underneath it. Oh God. Because he wasn't going to the bathroom very far away from his bed. He was using the bucket uh-huh. under the wheelchair. And he didn't realize that. And he moved the wheelchair and it the fell. potty went everywhere. Yeah, his version of the potty. Uh-huh. And I nearly like threw up and he's like, I cut it. I'm like literally gagging like right now. And basically everything got thrown away. Including the wheelchair. Everything. My chief said nothing was salvageable. No. He's like, I could have ran a hose on the thing, sanitized it. He's like, it was embedded in the wheels. It was embedded in the chair. He's like, it was everywhere. I used gloves. I used hazmat. I used everything. He's like, I still feel like it's on me and I need to go shower right now. And he actually got a room to go shower because it was so I bad. Too. I wonder if it was already partially in that state when the guest checked in. Who knows? You know, I was told he smelled bad checking in. So it could have been it, an ongoing issue. Yeah, it would have been fair to assume that very thing. If his caregiver gave him the level of care of, he's your problem, deuces, there were issues upon arrival. Yeah. yeah. Like we were wondering, did they just like drop him off there to like die or something? Because he was planning <gasps> on extending his stay. Oh my gosh. And the thing is, that was weird. His card kept going through. Do you know how many times we charged him for damage? And Because by the way, mattress, gone. Oh, for sure. Sheets, gone. Rugs, gone. Everything that couldn't be like, wasn't a hard surface, gone. He was charged for everything. Every charge went through. Well, it was wood floors, but there was like a rug. Oh, okay. Gone. But yeah, that was probably one of like the saddest, grossest moments. And I, I, you know, I I hate to be like that, but it's something real that we have to deal with. And people think, oh, you know, front desk and this, you just smile at people, give them their keys. But we get berated by people. We have to deal with literal sometimes. Yeah. You know, and and like I said a little bit into your story, I mean, the tragedy in all of this is it's not the facility for him. Yeah. You know, he needs a level of care that's far above what a hotel can provide and what a hotel employee is trained to handle absolutely like we're in no way equipped to deal with any of that and no you know i don't know if you saw it over the weekend but i posted a video of a room that i had to deal with it was real similar i mean well it was similar in damages but not circumstance right so damages yeah it was the beds were done the carpet was done yeah i mean he was dealing with some personal demons oh for sure like we're talking full-blown and they were winning hardcore alcoholic level Yes, and the, the demons were winning. So, you know, the video I posted showed the amount of beer cans, which was impressive. Yeah. Um, the guest either couldn't or chose not to get out of the bed. Mm. So just would urinate himself. Yeah through the mattress, through the box spring, into the carpet, to the concrete. I mean, the whole bay had to go. Yeah. And I posted that video and it was disheartening yeah. the way people perceived it. You know, it's like it didn't matter that I was saying repetitively, this is not a party. I mean, the entire post was about what we are faced with with in our jobs that yeah. we are not trained for that we are not equipped for yeah you know and it was nothing about this guy did x y or z it was about this is what we do yeah exactly far more often than people realize yeah, yeah. you know and the vitriol of the comments was really disheartening even though it was clearly not about a party he was in the wrong facility with the wrong level of care yeah 
but we did the same thing. It was just the leaders that cleaned the room. We didn't put that on our No, we couldn't. And that's why, like, you know, a lot of people like this from crazy angry lady to this guy, like, I take that on from my team. I say, if she comes down, you get me. You don't deal with her, you get me. With this guy, I wanted to be the one to deal with him. I didn't want my staff to have to deal with him. Oh, I tell my staff that all the time. I don't want you to be the bad guy. I'll be the bad guy. Yeah. You ever have a problem that arises that you don't feel comfortable with handling? Call me. I feel like that's that's what makes us leaders. Some people who aren't like that just by nature, you're not a leader. No. Well, like I tell my team, I want you to say yes until you know you can't say yes. For sure. And then you get me and I will tell them no. Absolutely. I will carry that weight. Through that. I will say over the weekend, we did have a holiday weekend. I said yes when I shouldn't have. Ooh, to what? (laughs) And my staff called me out on it so hard. What did you say yes to? I said yes to to paddleboard and kayak rentals when I shouldn't have. Wind? No, it was just, it was later in the afternoon. We were busy as all heck. And, you know, one member, come to find out, my employee told her no. And oh, so she comes no. to me. Hey, can we just take, you know, one kayak out? You know, we're not going to go very far. It'll only be a couple minutes. And I'm like, a couple oh, minutes? Sure, if you're not going far, like, absolutely. Trying to... Make sure they have a good holiday weekend, have a good experience. Okay. And, you know, then I tell one, my one employee, all right, one kayak, like, that's it. And he got berated. <gasps> berated. No. So he, d- he does a one kayak, does what I told him to do. But I should have gone over and, like, supervised the situation. That's on me. He had, like, a dozen kayaks people come up to him well can we have a paddleboard can we have a kayak can we do it can we do it can we do it oh and he in that moment was like i can't say no like my boss just told this one lady yes yep. so he does it and like you know accommodates all of these people and he comes up to me and he goes what were you freaking thinking <laughs> i go what it was just one kayak and he was like liz you started a chain reaction look at how many rentals are not on the <clears throat> beach anymore and i'm like oh damn like all of our rentals are out he was like, you should have said no. You made that mistake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. He, he called me out on my mistake, which is very fair. Yeah. And I profusely apologized to him. And I was like, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. You know, I'm sorry. I made the mistake. Next time, just like call me over. Make me come with you. If you think it's going to be an issue, like have me deal with it. I don't want you to deal with it. and he dealt with it i felt so bad good for him for dealing with it that sucks too but why didn't you want rentals going out the water was busy and there were just a lot of children around it posed a safety issue got it you can't monitor when that many rentals are going out you can't monitor are they 14 are they wearing their life jacket do they have an adult with them and it just kind of got it spirals out of control it spiraled okay so when they all came back i was like i'll put the rentals away i'll deal with the mess on the beach so i cleaned up my own mess respect good leadership yeah. yep you own up take responsibility for your mistakes we're not perfect that was a for sure big mistake on my part no we're not absolutely not man you guys want to hear another fun one? Oh. yes yes keep them coming please <laughs> So this is a shorter one. This happened, again, it's all this weekend during the con weekend. Like none of it has to do with the con. So I get a call and this guy's like, yeah, can I speak with the manager? And I was like, that's actually me. How can I help you? He's like, okay, I'm calling you because the person I was rooming with, I guarantee is not going to call. And I don't think it's right. I was like, okay, you've piqued my interest. Go on. (laughs) Tell me more. They didn't say that. I was like, okay, um, what's going on? 
and he's like so i stayed with this person for a couple days we were just rooming together and i was like we're in separate beds and he's like on the last day i was packing up and her suitcase was right there and i saw something crawl across <laughs> and he's like i looked closely at it it was for sure a bed bug he said 100 percent for sure a bed bug in the roommates things on the roommate's suitcase so like they could have brought it with them so he looks at the girl and he's like hey I'm 100% sure I saw a bed bug. And he said when he told her that, she was not phased whatsoever. He's like, oh, no big deal. <gasps> and he was like, did you know it was there? And she's like, oh, I mean, it might it might have been. I, I don't really know. And she was kind of like acting shifty and suspicious. And he's like, well, are you going to tell the hotel? She's like, nah, I don't think it's necessary. He's like, I didn't really know what to do. And he's like, so we checked out and he's like, I just don't think it's right. He's like, I think she brought the bed bugs. He's like, I'm 100% sure she brought the bed bugs because she didn't seem to be phased. She didn't seem to care. And I kind of like called her out on it. And she was just like getting defensive. And he just kept going on. He's like, I just think it's so messed up. I think it's so wrong. And but like, I okay, just, bro, let me get off the phone so I can deal with this. <laughs> but he kept wanting to like talk about it. It was the weirdest thing. And I was like, okay, well, thank you so much for your attention. I will absolutely get that room inspected. So I get off the phone with him. I immediately put the room out of order and I send an email to the housekeeping manager and the engineering manager to which they promptly go up to the room and they indeed <gasps> no. find cookies what does instead that mean? of saying bed bugs like it's a code word yeah so like to not say <laughs> it in front of guests just in general you don't want to say it's a it. very taboo yeah, yeah you don't it's, say it's it. like screaming the f word at bingo night like in any yeah. what apartments and hotels definitely in hotels you don't say that word no and the team did assess that one of the beds definitely had them had spots blood spots all over the sheets the other one did it so she had for sure brought it in. It had just been introduced because it hadn't yet infested the other bed. Right. I mean, if you had not gotten that phone call, <laughs> we wouldn't have known. Well, no. I mean, your your room attendants are trained oh, on what that's to look true. for. But they would have spotted that. Oh, because there was blood on they the sheets. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I was like, "What? I've never had someone knowingly bring." bugs and so i called my director of accounting and i told her what happened i was like do i charge this guest she's like Ugh, i've never had this happen before um yeah we should charge them but like <laughs> how much like I, I said that and she's like let's charge them 250 <laughs> she that's, like, that's not even gonna cover the treatment charge for the room the ball was in her court like i'll put whatever yeah, charge fair. you want me to put i'm like i don't know how much you guys pay for your past treatments like so she's like charge would, them that, would that cover like sheets and a mattress no, no so 100 percent not no 250 i don't know that's not even the price of a mattress educate us uh, well uh, here in the depends TSI on the kind of mattress a queen mattress you're looking <laughs> anywhere from 450 to 800 okay and it was a two queen room well i mean i wouldn't charge them for bedding unless the blood no didn't probably not if the blood didn't wash out i wouldn't charge them no i'm sorry wait if the blood washed out i wouldn't charge them yes because all of that is going to get laundered so you've got bleach you've got high temperature water and then it's going to go into a high temperature dryer that will kill everything right bed bugs have a very low tolerance for heat forgive me i can't recall exactly i want to say it's 118 degrees or 128 degrees is the threshold for them to be heat treat killed you gotta do high high heat i'm impressed no, with even not, that knowledge it's not that high of a heat your dryer will hit anywhere between 140 and 160 oh you know, you look at that threshold and it's You'll not it. that high. Yeah. So when pest treatment companies will come in, they'll bring in a heat tent. 
Mm. Um, it's made out of the material that you get, like bounce houses are. Ah. That real heavy, <laughs> like vinylized. Yeah, we love bounce houses here. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about it. Yeah, bounce house PTSD. Yep. Um, so it's made out of that kind of material. They put a heater unit with it and a blower. And it's just a gigantic bag. The bag's usually big enough that you can get a couple of mattresses, box springs, other furniture, or like a sofa and mixed furniture, that kind of stuff into it. So when the pest companies come in, they'll set that up in the room. Everything gets yeah. put into that it gets cooked and that kills everything. everything and the beauty of it is that there's no pesticides there's no residues anything of that nature now if it's a fresh introduction then that would stop there um, yeah if it was an infestation we were still we still put out of order the rooms uh side by side up and down absolutely but as far as the treatment goes because it was same day you don't have to worry about the transfer of pests at that point this is gross Super. How how many days were they there? Uh, two. Yeah, so three like, days, two nights. Transmission from one room to another is probably next to nil, but that entire room is going to need to be heat treated. Yeah. Last time I had a room heat treated, it was like fifteen hundred bucks. Oh. So dinging them two fifty, like a smoking fee, that's a fraction of what they should have been charged. Truthfully. Oh. Well, we don't have proof. But do you also take into account like this guest was honest and like called and t- well, told this, the hotel? Well, this yeah. guest didn't. He said the girl he was well, with. Well, yeah, 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 but same room. So like, yeah. Personally, I would go after a damage charge and deal with the potential for dispute. Right. See, that's what I was like. They can dispute this because well, I we wonder, don't have proof. We have whose proof. name was on the reservation? Was it his? Or the was check. It, was it, Oh, well, the that, check. His that was just added. I would risk going after the damages and having to refute a dispute. Yeah, I respect that. I mean, we're not talking like small amounts of money. 1500 bucks to treat the room is significant. Yeah. Fork, yeah. Keep in mind, none of us had dealt with this before, so we weren't sure how to go about it. You've like, never uh, dealt with Bud, but... Yes, but not someone... We have, but not someone willingly introducing it. Right. All right. One Perfect. more thought. One more thought. We have time for one more thought. Well, Ms. B threw out a, a little quip about Ms. Boss B. Yeah. Okay. Boss. I want to give a shout out to another podcast. Ooh, I want to oh. hear. So Michael and Jeremy steal your podcast. Oh, this was so good. Highlighted our podcast. Yes. I loved it. And part of the episode for them was talking about each of us. Yes. And they kind of reassigned some names. <laughs> because Bill has to be short for Billiam. That's what I say. I, I literally call you Billiam all the time. I know. I know. So he was he was on the money there. Yeah. Liz has short to stand for Lizard. For lizard. I'll 100%. I'll take 100%. it. 100%. I will absolutely take that name. Which he didn't know that that's actually your name. It is. <laughs> How He's a genius. He I know. Fa- he found I, me out. I mean, he, he tangented off a little bit thinking that it was probably short for Elizabeth, but it's he was not, on the way. It's Lizard. I know. 100%. Spot on. It's like, it's like they knew us. <laughs> they do. But then they talked about Ms. B. Ooh. And they proved that they knew us because he said, obviously, Ms. B has to stand for... Ms. Bad Bitch. Hell to the yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) Boss. Boss Bitch. Boss Bitch. I wasn't going to correct you because either way it's true, but... You know what? Both ways work. Yes. (laughs) So I thought it was really kind of fun. I firmly believe that with all of this, it's about collaboration, not competition. Agreed. You know, it was a lot of fun to hear them talk about our show. They shared some stories about their own service industry experiences. So it was was a really nice dovetail. 
it was fun to listen to. It was different. It was enjoyable. I'd be happy to work with them again in the future. But I just wanted to give both Michael and Jeremy a little shout out and say thank you for taking the time to listen to our show and talk about it. Do you want to plug their podcast and the episode title that we're talking about? Yeah. So their podcast is called Michael and Jeremy Steal Your Podcast. I love it. I know. It's so funny. And it is the Tales from the Service Industry episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, what is it? The Tales from the Service Industry heist? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Love it. Thanks, guys. We appreciate your uh, collaboration on it, listening to us, and we'd love to work with you again in the future. I mean, yes. Some behind the scenes. When Bill sent me and Ms. B the link, I was like, wait, what is this? Is someone actually stealing our podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea what I was getting into. I was like, what? (laughs) And it took me until like six minutes into the episode to be like, oh, I totally get it. (laughs) It is very funny. You guys should definitely take a listen. Oh, I I could not agree more. So after all the gross stories, for all of those that stuck through to the end of the episode, thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. Liz, thanks for being here, as always. Of course. Ms. Boss B. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Couldn't do it without you. It was great to be here. Tip your housekeepers. Extra. Yeah, especially after that story. I I want to tip your housekeepers just from hearing the story. Yeah, right. 100%. In that chief, man. Everyone deserves a good tip. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And on that note, we will see you again in two weeks. Bye, friends. Bye. AvenuePodcast.net.